Yeah! Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, sicko, happy comic book day. And happy comic book day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like you gotta cut loose for loose. Kick off your whoa, Sunday whoa, whoa, whoa. shoes. Charlie, 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 please. Charlie. We are being copyrighted <laughs> as we speak. You gotta relax, son. You gotta relax with that Kevin Bacon goodness. <laughs> So Charlie, as you uh, as you cough yourself to literal pieces, I'm That's gonna go idea. ahead and make the presumption that you have taken in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I took in that holiday special the same way I took in the flu, aggressively and often. After two drinks and some questionable decision making while you were waiting for an Uber. Yeah, no, this is... That a, is correct. Just a little bit of uh, transparency. Charlie and I actually watched this shit together, so I'm asking him questions that I already know the answer to. Never mind the fact that the art was pre-made, but that remains to be uh, discussed, uh, our, our little deception, because we look, we love you, but we don't really want to hurt you. Um, Charlie, and we don't we, really respect you? No, no, not at all. Not at all. This is purely sexual, folks. Purely sexual. So, um, all of you, eh, no Christmas before Thanksgiving, wah, 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 crybabies, can go ahead and shut up because we have put Turkey Day in our rear view mirror. We are staring down the, the, the barrel of the holidays, um, of which Christmas was at the center of the Guardians of the Go uh, Galaxy special. Charlie and I uh, took it in together. I hope all you mother suckers did too because i promise you this gonna be spoiler heavy go ahead and fast forward or uh, put us on mute for a good 20 minutes or so because there are specific things that i intend to talk about before you start rolling and i don't know if it's because i don't feel well but i, I just very very briefly 20 yeah, right. seconds is all i need do it i'm i'm over you guys bitching about shit that's relatively free if you do not have the time to take in 30 minutes of a Guardian of the Galaxy holiday special, that again is basically, you have fucking Disney Plus, idiot. You I mean, fucking stop, un loser. Un unless unless they don't, or unless they actually have not Nah, eat a dick. Eat so a they dick. cannot. All right, so Charlie. I don't feel bad. Charlie, I don't feel bad. You're busy being loved and having fucking fun. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Charlie's uh, inner lung maladies have risen up past the bile and attitude that normally reside there and is just now coming directly out of his mouth hole. So he don't mean it. He don't mean it. We realize you have things I mean going it. on. Go fuck Char yourselves. Charlie, Charlie I'm, trying, I'm trying to fool them, dude. No! Relax. Tone it down. Tone First of all, you get us Star-Lord dies at the end. Star-Lord <laughs> dies at the end. 
Oh, he said, so, why isn't Christ in Christmas? And Groot shot him in the fucking face. Charlie is just firing off with a front bow. He's just popping shots off like Bruce the Shark is swimming by. And he's got a, a bunch, a good solid half dozen yellow, yellow barrels behind him. Which he don't. He don't. I'm the yellow barrel. And uh, I am not going to keep that shark up on the water. Um, but that all being said... Obviously, we did take in the Guardians uh, holiday special. And, um, you know, it's very interesting, Charlie. I'll, I'll be honest. I did not think that it was going to be particularly well-received. But I was wrong, man. People are digging on the special. Spoiler alert. You and I might like it the least. Interesting. Because, like, so both of us, our initial... Just speak for yourself. You So you yeah. officially, you didn't, quote-unquote, didn't like it? No, I liked it. Oh, okay. But like, I I saw on the internet, people were like, this is the greatest thing Marvel ever did. And I'm like, this is one of the weakest things I've enjoyed that Marvel did. I... Well, because you're a habitual monster list maker. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I thought too much Mantis. I had about 28 minutes of Mantis love in me, and they went 43. And I felt like it was like when I'm on the show and like you have to step away and I'm just like bantering with myself. Too much Charlie. Too much tuna. Too much Charlie. A little too much Mantis. With that being I said, I, I thought it was adorable. I'm a sucker for Christmas specials. Um, but I feel about almost every single Christmas special the way I felt about this one. I'm like, I'm glad this exists. Also, it was a little much. Okay. Like, it felt like Pete, like every Peanuts Christmas story. Is there like 50 of them? Um, I get it, bro. He, the no hair, the tree's sad looking. You learn a lesson. Let's come on. We could get through this a little bit. Just quicker. like a very snazzy jazz soundtrack playing underneath all of it. Snoopy could clearly have ended the special in about two minutes if he chose to get involved. Unlike he did in the last two minutes. Um, but yeah. that, that Again, all being said, the, the I, Snoopy I, in this did not show up at all. So, I mean, like, you know, Drax and Mantis, if the trailers taught you nothing, you know that this is really the Drax and Mantis show. Um, and and I, I kind of said as much uh, while, while we were watching it, which is, might have been a little unfair or a premature opinion. But turned out that, you know, I, I it kind of held true for me. Um Drax and Mantis are, they're clearly company members, right? Um, there are certain characters that are so far above and beyond a group that they may have spun out of that they just can't be contained anymore. Um, one might argue that Peter Quill is borderline that type of a character. But, um, you know, uh, there are certainly other characters that could easily step away from the group dynamic and, and be their own thing, and you'd be totally fine with it. Give me more Gamora. Give me more fucking, you know, even even uh, uh, Groot and Rocket. They could go off and have their own separate Calvin and Hobbes type adventures, and I would be pleased as punch. Drax uh, and Mantis, for me, they're, they're more like one-trick ponies which are fantastic, whom are fantastic when they're doing that particular trick in the group dynamic. This gave them center stage. Like this allowed yeah. them to run 
Uh, granted, they were trying to run down my man Kevin Bacon, uh, but run, run they did. So, did you feel that like kind of like the, 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 the gag went on too long for you? Or I mean, again, this to me, at least from my my kind of like quick overview, it this was like universally beloved. Yeah. So again, and that's where my the specifics of how I love shit comes into play. Yeah. Because I'm on record. I think guardians of the galaxy is one of the best things Marvel uh, ever did. Sure. I think it was one of the very first big changes to the Marvel formula. That's like, let an artist be an artist that has led to some of my other favorites. Thor Ragnarok only exists because of how wonderful guardians was. Um, with that being said, I'm with cousin Paul. Like I will throw this on every year and I'll have a big Cheshire cat smile. Now that I know what it is, if they had called this guardians of the galaxy, a very mantis Christmas, (laughs) I would have been far more prepared for like, Oh, Quill's not in this motherfucker really at all. Oh, like rocket and Groot, like they're there, but like, very background characters. It was less Peanuts. It was more Charlie Brown. I just didn't know who the Charlie Brown was. So the fact that it it took uh, um, what for me is a package that does, it works like a boy band. It works like the Power Rangers. It works like, you know, any group. I'm expecting the whole thing. If I tune in to football and it's just the kicker and yeah, the quarterback. No, this, this, was their, this was their time to shine, so to speak. Um, so it, for... it also it also gave me kind of an impression that like look we James Gunn knew how he was using uh, these particular performers. Um, it leads me to believe the upcoming Guardians three is going to be just like the the first two. It's going to be Peter Quill centric. Going to be Peter Quill, Star Lord, and Company. Um, and just kind of like these interjections here and there of these uh, other characters, because you, I would never have said, "Oh yeah, Mantis and Drax, they are secondary can- characters." I'd be like, "No, they're like they're like third, 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 uh, you know, third off the bench, so to speak." And this gave them that center yeah. stage, which I appreciated because I think James knows. I mean, I just call him because he's you know they're running DC buddy. now. We're Your we're on first name basis. Uh, James Gunn knows he's like okay they're gonna have to pull back a little bit and relinquish that spotlight. Yeah, did you feel Would that I same like... way? Like, yeah, hundred percent. I think you, did this give you in addition to be like oh yeah the Christmas feelings now the turkey is digested um, now we can kind of look ahead. I was looking ahead to May of of twenty three because Guardians is is dropping now i know okay there's going to be certain things that have been established and james gunn kind of said as much upon a little bit of homework by yours truly <laughs> um he's like look we're going to be laying a foundation for what to expect in three we now know they have this base of operations spoiler alert uh they in essence own the fucking pink slip for yeah. nowhere um Cosmo, mercenary sons of bitches yeah maybe my new favorite guardian is is officially part of, the only thing that i really could have used a little bit for for cosmo was some legitimate uh guardians gear he's still kind of like gussy it's, like it's got to be coming like a, like a russian truck maybe that's the crowning moment for me you know what this <laughs> really did this programmed me for this programmed me for the future of the guardians 
Guardians of the Galaxy is going to wrap up the trilogy, I sure. hope, spectacularly. And that's it. Um, I do suspect, well, it's Disney. It'll never be over. It might be over for James Gunn. It might be over for the team. But I think the brand of Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be an ever-expanding net. I think it's going to represent more and more people. I think if you want Stallone uh, back in the MCU, that's going to be with a Guardians banner. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I that's think... like a John and Charlie wish list. I, I honestly, sure, I, but think of the, think of the smaller characters. You're not, you might lose the voice actor for Rocket. You're never losing Rocket. There's money in Rocket memorabilia. You might lose Vin Diesel as Groot. There'll always be Groot. That shit sells. Right, and but you, I. You, you you won't have uh, Batista like he's he's said as much as like literally never again. I'm not even taking my shirt off anymore to get into the shower. No, no, with with Dunsky. I I suspect all of that is subject to the right check because I think the Guardians <laughs> are going to be in Secret Wars. I think the Guardians are going to be in Kang Dynasty, and I think both Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty and a lot of what Marvel has cooking is begging for this easy opportunity to recast so i think a lot of these cats who maybe don't want to stick around we might get groot 2.0 we might get uh, a new looking rocket we might certainly get uh dave's replacement and he's if even made it very public he won't take offense the character he wants to go on he just doesn't necessarily yeah, but, want but to work out to, to me that's like these performers who played a particular role who are like that would be like the mantis, and, and this hasn't happened, but I'm going to use this as an example. That's like the actress, and I for, uh, forgive me because I, I, her name slips my mind, but that would be like the mantis actress saying, um, yeah, uh, I think she should have her own movie. Well, well of course you do, but I, I would argue that like almost nobody in the uh, ticket-buying public is having that thought you like that's that's a character that works best in the group dynamic yeah i'm so sick of that so like when an actor says oh yeah this character should do you, you didn't come up with a character you didn't write the damn character take your check thank you very much i bought the merch i'll see you i'll see you in the next thing like that 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 does not play for me so to speak um but my question to you charlie is in as much as this is like a very fun uh, very fun thing. I'm personally, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll see them again. Give me the Easter special. Kevin Bacon made me a promise. He said, I'll see you at Easter. And nobody, and nobody, nobody calls my boy a liar. Um, you know, he, yeah, made, so... he made that fucking Kevin Bacon game so much easier now. Huh. What is that? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever? Indeed, indeed. Because um, now it just crosses over with fucking everybody in the MCU. Well, I mean, and, uh, and but, almost but... everyone is in the MCU, including myself. So I mean, like, look at this point, the game become much, much easier. You're right. I, I also think you undercut, or not undercut. That's the wrong word. Blame the flu. I think <laughs> you, you, I think you are a little bit misguided in Disney's ability to make that money. Because the actors don't want to do it. James Gunn is busy saving DC. Animate that bitch. You want to talk about an Easter special that might happen? You know oh. it could be done fucking quick? An animated special. Well, sure. Oh, tack and, it on to the What you, If team. You do not need, you clearly don't need the original uh, actors to do the voices. I mean, you know, what Hey, you ready, Disney? I'll do this for minimum wage. I am Groot. I can am I, Groot. Can I just say, because I don't want to get I'm too Groot. far talk 
too far away from the actual I am uh, special. Um, let me ask you, who does a soundtrack I'm better than James Gunn? Like, one of the things that I'm most excited about, obviously kind of like that eye, the idea of, like, tying certain uh, seemingly unconnected storylines together. Um, I, I, I'm so excited about the upcoming DC Projects soundtracks under the fucking uh under the watchful eye and ear of james gunn because james gunn and edgar wright do a soundtrack like basically nobody else for me and i might even give like a like a uh, um quentin i might give quentin like the the the, the honorable mention uh in kevin this case Kev Kevin Smith puts Kevin's together a good, nice but, but soundtrack. He, he puts together a nice soundtrack. That's true. That's true. But we're we're filling the category now because I do think it is a, I think it is a two, uh, a two horse race. Okay. And I, I, you know, as much as Baby Driver, one of the greatest soundtracks of all time, if you go down to like which uh, creative genius makes the soundtrack and which movie makes more money. James Gunn is going to be undisputed, right? I'm going to go like, with my man Joker Stream right here. First Tom of Cruise all, is the answer for every question if there's a positive affirmation John, involved. I'm with you, Joker. I'm with you, buddy. You keep teaming up with the Joker. That's what I do, man. You're borderline Harley Quinn at this point, bro. And listen, please, just because you lost... Please, dude, please. If you could only have that much market share. Sure. That's why Joker turned on Harley. It's because he fucking started getting outsold. Yeah, it was a jealousy thing. We, I get we, it. We all know this. Hang on. I with get that. it. Second I, rent. Second rent. I think not only. Cooler. Not only do I think it was just absolutely uh, wonderful, the holiday special, for me more than anything else, I hope we just get more. It's mutual Joker. We love you too, brother. <clears throat> I, lo- I, I, I do love Joker, but uh, I love the notion. Of Marvel having so much fucking money and oh, them just oh. constantly being like, how do yeah. we keep monetizing shit? Yeah. These specials, are, for me, these well, specials are genius. They're, they're two for One two. One and dones? They're, two, they're two, and two for two. And obviously, Werewolf by Night, they have no intention of burying that puppy in the backyard. Um, but but also, what a great way. What way. if it sucked? Let's just two seconds to take... To take I mean, the like no, but what's I'm talking about that as a good thing. You yeah. don't have to commit me to eight weeks. You don't have to commit a billion dollars. So if someone says, let's fucking do little Nova, right? Little kid Nova from the Nova Corpse. Right, right. Do a special of just that little shithead getting the helmet. No one likes it? Never bring that motherfucker up again. Well, well but here here's the thing, and, and this I this I will say. This this was not masterminded by the mouse. This was like a James Gunn wish list, like a like a you know like a fucking make me happy I'm out the door type of type of wish fulfillment. Because not only did he, not only did he kind of Trojan horse a lot of the information that was from an article I did on Makeup. He Trojan horsed a lot of information for us for the upcoming Guardians three. But they also filmed this shit, you know, kind of like they pulled a, a, a Godfather one and two on us. So, so a lot of the sets they they literally had just finished using for Guardians. Like, here we are. Put on your ugly sweater. Now we're gonna do this now. 
Um, with the with the, I think the only thing that they really trotted out that was totally unique for the holiday special, as opposed to the to the to three to Guardians three, was Kevin Bacon and the old ninety sevens. Who <laughs> the old ninety sevens were the the band who we met in their alien form goodness. Um, and and to they, they were new to me, um, but I thoroughly enjoyed them from the special to the point where I was like, I know what I'm gonna be listening to on YouTube today while I work. They got a ton of, uh, of really, really good, fun material out there. Look, the bottom line for me as we're kind of up against the clock is that it was just fun. It was just fun. Did it have a different vibe altogether than the Guardians? No. Like, it, it clearly seemed like a Guardians product, not just because we were familiar with the names or the actors or the depictions. We got a fully CGI um, fucking, uh, um, fucking homeboy the way, like, you know, they really should Good be. Good old Groot. Um, but it, it, it hit on the same notes, like hit on the right notes, but it was just a purely fun ride. Whereas Guardians and Guardians 3 in particular kind of puts us on an emotional roller coaster. This just kind of set the, set the meter to have fun now. This is going to be joyful and kept us there. And I was totally, totally fine with that. I love it. I, I love that it moves the needle. I love what it says about the future of not only Disney, but by extension DC, because James Gunn now has proven big screen, medium screen, small screen. I'm a fucking hit. I'm a hit home runs. Yeah, Take advantage does, now. Man. There might be a time where we look at his work. And again, you know, a lot of people like to try to dunk on a guy whose life I would trade for without question. But uh, but Taika eventually had a miss, and we'll see what comes next. James Gunn is still riding high with way more at-bats um, with this sort of budget, with this sort of material. Um, I'm really, really fucking excited. Yeah, I, I, being love, excited I, love a, I love a planner. Like, I myself, I'm a list maker. I'm a pre-packer. I'm a planner. I'm going to get to the airport four hours before your flight, dude. So when I see a creator like James Gunn who approaches his material the same damn way, you, you know I you know I love that. But um, the bottom line, I think, is this, as we are uh, staring at the clock in its face. Um, Kevin Bacon not coming back for an Easter special with whatever iterations of the Guardians that we are going to have left in our, in our toy box at the end of three. Uh, if you don't think that he'll be back for some form of an Easter spectacular, that means you are goddamn liar. Just like that toy boy, Ellis, cover your ears, earmuffs, big guy, earmuffs. George, toy boy, Lucas is a liar. Why? Because Charlie's on mute, but if he wasn't, you would hear him say, just me by myself, Han shot Shots first. first. And I'm all kinds of dizzy even before the shot. <laughs> Clink, salute, <laughs> Charlie, feel better. This is just filled with Dayquil. That was my panicked, uh, mm, mm, my panicked poking. I have uh, John purely lemon vodka, like as if this video that we're putting out there came with smell-o-vision. This was for you guys. Woo! Beautiful. Uh, John, what's better than a man without fear? Two men without fear? I don't know. Damn close, a king. <laughs> a king without oh, fear. Oh, the man I, I am the most 
boring reviewer yeah. of all time because Chip Chadarsky and his never-ending... You talk about James Gunn, never misses. Chip is on his, like, seventh run with Daredevil. <laughs> and each one just gets better and better. Yeah, man. Um, Practice makes perfect, kid. Daredevil uh, got married to Lady Daredevil. They are running the fist in more ways than one. Because you know Matt likes to get down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. John, have you been reading the new Daredevil run? Um, you know, in particular with Daredevil, he's kind of, for me, has always been one of those characters. Um, because the runs are so riotously different from one another. Um, I will typically wait for the end of a particular run, put my ear to the rail, i.e. ask Charlie how it was. And if Charlie gives me the thumbs up, then I go and I buy the collected edition version. Like that's, you know, my, my bookcases are, are pretty much filled with just that thing. If it's something is going on that's particularly hot, I'll, I'll check out the digitals. Um, only because space is a factor here. But uh, yeah, so with Daredevil, I will usually wait uh, to find out that if it is indeed a purchasable uh, story, and then I'll go out and buy it as the collected edition. Charlie has already put me on blast. He's like, listen, get your wish list ready, son. You're buying this collected. I um cannot believe that they just keep, like, getting weirder mm. and, like, more aggressive and more obtuse and yet way more focused. Matt Murdock uh, is no longer an identity being used by Daredevil. He's Daredevil 24-7. Motherfucker's the king of the fist. They're taking on the hand. What a weird sentence. And the thing I love about it Compared to like Batman, whose storytelling wise, I've always had, I've always had the ability to take umbrage with his bullshit, because Batman traditionally is depicted as like I'm a fucking, I'm a loner, I'm the knight, I do this shit alone. Come Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, Batwoman, I Alfred, mean, I, like I, fucking I'll, I'll Batman. I'll take umbrage. I'll take umbrage with that, Charlie. He says he's a loner all the time. Like, even more than Pee Wee Herman. But he, much like Pee Wee, he is constantly running with the throng. So I, I think that they're, that they are very much in on the joke. You're like, that's like some, the, the, the first, the first one that says, I don't like cats. That's who all the cats in the neighborhood are going to throng to. So I, I think that the DC writers are very much in on that joke. But it's, it's a fact. I mean, his, he runs deep. He runs like double digit deep. In uh, uh, in tweens and teens, I I just got that sounds so inappropriate. Um, child protective services. It was services, the mustache. It was the mustache. CPS checks on Bruce Wayne a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to dive too much into uh, the 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 comic itself. I do think it is the comic that is like must read right now. I am hard pressed. I am on the record on this show. I talked about moving Punisher to run the hand was this like silly, lame story. I hate like his design. Giving Punisher superpowers. Oh, wait. Exactly. Or making him a Frankenstein or an angel guy with angel bullets in every As single way. As if Frankenstein way, wasn't already an angel. 
in every fucking way, I think that they have misunderstood Punisher <laughs> and his consistent rebranding, uh, right? I think Daredevil, they keep finding new ways of magnifying aspects of his personality mm. that fit perfectly. This is like his 12th time in charge of a ninja gang. And John, he's 12 for 12. All 12 stories are fucking bangerang. He is so he is on his like 35th redesign. There's been a couple misses. Armor Daredevil is not a look I'll miss. Can his I? new look uh... is it his best? No. I know you're not a fan of the hood, I, but he I'm, doesn't have I'm, to worry about it getting I'm in his eyes. Particular, that's a valid point. I'm particularly not a fan of the hood mask combination. I'm like, come on, man. P pick a lane. Like, this is the equivalent of the half long hair, half shaved head uh, look that a lot of the uh, the tough girl that, that ladies That was my haircut two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I know. That's, that's specifically what I'm talking about. No, I, I, I'm not a fan at all of hood mask. Now, here's the thing. It's not well. I'm still gonna call him Matt. He'll always be Matt to me. Well, he um, is Matt. But I don't just because blame... you don't just because you don't use the moniker doesn't mean like your mama named you Matt. I'ma call you Matt. Well, but here here's the thing, and and this is part. And of his the... mama was like, "You're Matt," and threw him to a priest and fucked off. She's what like, a bitch! Here, radiation puddle. <laughs> Take that. Um, oh, are those but... turtles? <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> this is this is it was interesting to me because. You had when we're talking about topics and stuff like that. You're like, yeah, he's not he's not using the the Matt Murdock moniker anymore. And very often we'll have the conversations again as huge DC fans that that's the kind of the spring from well from which a lot of these conversations, if not most of them, uh, a lot if not most, those are the same thing. Uh, the majority of these conversations come from. At what point are you? The hero, as opposed to the fucking like uh, the, the the secret the secret name that 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 people don't uh, that people don't associate with, like is he Daredevil in his heart or is he Matt Murdock? So there are some so like Superman or Clark Kent, you know, Batman or fucking Bruce Wayne. I think the argument, like, no, he's this he's Batman. Like yeah. Bruce Wayne is a total total affectation, whereas like. He's not he's not Clark Kent or Superman. He's he's Kal El. Kal El is legitimately both. I yeah. mean, this is how you make distinctions between certain literary characters in four color funny books. So I'm gonna ask you, Charlie, as the resident uh, uh, blind lawyer expert, who is he? Is he Matt Murdock? Is he Daredevil? Is he hooded guy with the you know with the fucking horny mask underneath? Like, who is this cat? You know what I think I love about Daredevil and I and I love about the last few runs of Daredevil is they've explored a person finding that <laughs> answer. Knows. Ellis knows. He's been finding that answer and changing his mind on it for a while. Right now, this version of Matt, he is truly uh, he is in every single way. This motherfucker thinks he's the fist of God. Like he is on a mission so he's like from a, God. He's a third thing. Just he give is, a shout out to Paul real quick because he 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 put that he put that conversation in check real quick. Yes, indeed, Paul. Doctor Doom does sport the hood and mask combo quite nicely. I would argue, though, depending on the artist uh, behind the pencil, a lot of times it's a hood and helmet combination. Totally different. Totally different fabrics. 
you're not dealing with a static clean situation. So um, I'm gonna give you partial credit for that, Paul. But this dynamite dropping. So so I think right now what's interesting is I think I think Daredevil is is a, is a king. I think when he looks in the mirror, he is doing the Lord's work. But fair, I think he's. Fair, but he's Daredevil. I think he's. No, I, I think he's like the fist of God. I, I don't think... I think he would consider this a third thing. Well, he's been there before, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what I love about it, though, is I do think it proves something that I find very interesting, and I'm very, very curious. Uh-huh. I'm curious what you think. <laughs> do you think... Stop enjoying the comment section. Sorry, they're, they're, they're very good tonight. They're very good. Um... The the thing I love about this run on Daredevil is that it me really it had me really really think about can the comics can the movies and the TV shows ever get as fucking bonkers as the comics because traditionally I think people look at the comics and the one criticism you and I one of the foundation building blocks the foundational building blocks of US comics were all the things we didn't like about comics Yes. And because comics in a perfect world go on forever, Superman eventually has to just look like Superman again. Batman eventually has to look like Batman again. You can't change it too much. Superman's son might be Superman right now. Right. You know Kal-El and, will be Superman again. And he's back. But and when you say looks like, you mean in terms of like character. The classic like the, aesthetic. They're, they're, oh, you mean uh, aesthetic. I mean also. robot Batman ain't gonna be around for 20 years right. motherfuckers gonna be around for a couple years max sure. superman might rock navy for a few years he's he'll be back in the world blues with his panties on the outside mm -hmm. what's interesting about daredevil and characters on his level c-list characters b-list characters they have an opportunity to change and like never change all the way back Daredevil will eventually be a lawyer again, but like, there's not putting all of Pandora's box isn't getting refilled with everything. Hmm. Matt has constantly evolved and revolved, and and short of reboots, short of we're starting over, a cataclysm happens, and now everyone's back. You have an opportunity with a character like Matt Murdock that I'm not sure the movies and television will ever have the balls enough to do, which is wildly change the status quo. Now, yeah. we are in real time learning how true that is. Because what are the next Avengers going to look like? And are we just counting down until we get another white guy as Captain America? Another white guy in armor? Same guy. Another, what's that? I said the same guy as Captain America. Yeah, I, I just think it's... It's interesting how fucking bonkers the Daredevil book has gotten. You know, for for me, Charlie, and will, I, could that work on well, a big and small screen? Just, just if I if I can if I can just interject really quickly. Um, honestly, this storyline, Matt Murdock kind of takes over the other. Like that is prime small screen storytelling. It really, really is, and. Um, when they, when they, you know, people say like don't meet your heroes, I would say that's that's bullshit. Meet your heroes because that says as much about you and your hero picking ability as it does uh, the individual themselves. But 
That all being said, I have now had the opportunity to speak to, in close proximity, Mr. Kevin Smith twice. Uh, I am 0 for 2 in talking about what I want to talk about with the man. <clears throat> Ultimately, what I want to talk to him about is, and, don't, and nobody steal my question, um, I want to talk to him about Guardian Devil. Because we all know what Kevin Smith has done uh, in black and white and in color on the big screen. However... <laughs> um, however, his work on Daredevil for me uh, is the, the best work that has been done with him because a number one, it uses stuff like from that character's background um, and and puts it to the forefront of the storytelling process while still incorporating jumping around from building to building, having these kind of like inner uh, monologues, deciding what he wants to do. Daredevil is one of these characters. He's, he's not a black and white decision-making dude. Um, yeah. he, he's like, oh, my, my fucking radar sense is tingling. Um, and he, he'll throw down. There's no thinking about that. Fight him in the hallway. Good luck. However, when he's kind of piecing things together, he does it like a lawyer would. He's putting the case together for what his action should be next. What Kevin Smith did with him, I'm not going to bore anybody who is unfamiliar with the Kev, uh, Guardian Devil uh, run. If you haven't read it, if Daredevil is not your particular cup of tea, uh, read Guardian Devil You're wrong. And, get, and come back to me because it is some of the best work that's ever been done with this character. That being said, though, Charlie, Guardian Devil would be wasted on the small screen. Guardian Devil needs to be a, a big trilogy. screen, uh, maybe maybe two movies. I can see that happening. Um, however, don't do it if it's not going to be Kevin Smith involved, especially if you're not going to give Kevin Smith the credit for conceiving of the story. That's like my big push. That's what I want to see when the when the companies, especially the bigs, when they come around and they adapt a storyline from the comic books. They, they, they feel like, well, I can just go ahead and I can take a little piece here, a little piece there. <coughs> Part of the reason why I'm not maybe as excited about Secret Wars coming yeah. um, as I could be because I know that they're going to be Because you've taking... seen Age of Ultron. You know that they're taking the name, they're taking some beats, That's and then they're mixing example. in. They have the mixing bowl. And they're like, we're going to take from fucking this, we're going to take from that. I would rather them not <sighs> touch it than to sully it by well, you adding want an adaptation. That, that's what I want. I want you, an adaptation. You want a proper I want adaptation. a stamp of the creator that came up with it, even if they didn't come up with the characters from scratch. That's what I want. Um, that's but yeah, that's but fucking that very said, interesting, though. That's the adaptation. So what you're talking about with this, sure, absolutely. I can see this being adapted for something like, uh, you know, maybe a season two of, uh, of Born Again or whatever the hell the new series is going to be called. Um, if you can kind of work in some smashing, maybe he's two timing with She-Hulk. Like I don't know, I don't know where he's gonna go. He's he's crazy. The guy's out of his mind. See, um, let me actually bring yeah, up a very let me bring it. up a very specific question for you though. Yeah. So, it didn't even occur to me the Marvel <clears throat> method. Mm. The Marvel method they've truly made billions by these smash cakes. They're not following recipes like Ellis is saying the dc cartoons did a ton those of are relative adaptations and even those have some big misses though death of superman has never been told well and they've told that bitch twice animated 
I have no faith in them ever properly telling that story. Yeah. Because I think it might just be too big. Potentially. Now, what's interesting about some of these Daredevil uh, stories, specifically this one. Yeah. If you told Charlie, we're going to do it. We are going to, for season two of the Daredevil Disney show, we're going to head down this direction. Part of me, maybe because I've been trained and, and maybe because I hate myself. Maybe both. What if you, what if you did put She-Hulk in that Electra type role? Like, what if the queen to king fucking Daredevil? Because knowing the Marvel method, and I can't get what I want, which what I want is a proper adaptation overseen by the original creator of that run. Don't need them to direct. Don't need them to, to write. I need them in the writing room. I need them to help inject the soul of the story in there. Yeah. But I love this story, and I love this version of Electra. I think this is the best Electra's ever been. Hmm. Part of me is like, how fucking interesting would it be with the parts that we have in play? Yeah. What if you did fucking roll with She-Hulk in the role? Because the one interesting thing about the TV and these cinematic universes is they're so relatively rushed. They have not taken their time to earn some of these turns, right? I thought uh, uh, Tony Stark being like a fucking drunk on the edge in the second movie, I think that was a bad decision. Uh, dude, that's so wasted. Uh, was it a demon in the bottle is like the, the, the kind of name of that arc. Um, truth be told that to, to tease it, that was the biggest, that was the biggest uh, example of comic book blue balls that I have ever been given by anything in a theater. Um, that, and that it's was, so funny. That was rough. That was, they that had was so little faith. In the Marvel properties at that time, they got scared away by the Will Smith drunken superhero movie. Mm. So that's why they were like, let's less of that. Hancock. But also, for Iron Man 2, doing Demon in a Bottle, I stand by as a bad idea. That's it's, It was too soon. Well, but, but the thing about it, though, Charlie, is that Iron Man was always a means to an end. Uh, true. For the Avengers team up. Why did I say true like that? I don't. I'm not sure. You're you're in your lawyer. True. You're in your lawyer. True. Mode. I was um, that bonus scene in She-Hulk where everyone got mad because yeah, yeah, she true. was twerking. Charlie, you was guys like, don't like, like green twerking. Racist. Yeah. But let me say this, just to kind of answer the point that you yeah. put out there. Um, I don't need quite as much. I'm not as needy. I'm not as comic book needy as you are. I don't need my writer. To kind of like have the over, uh, like uh, over everybody's head fucking baton that I can whack them on the top of the head if they're not doing the right thing. No, 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 no. However, if I'm gonna, so if Charlie goes out and Charlie writes a bomb version, I'm Charlie. Of uh, pick your pick your Charlie writes a, a Blue Beetle storyline. I'm like Charlie, this is great. Everybody loved it. It sold like hotcakes. We're going to adapt this into the Blue Beetle uh, holiday special. Um, but you know how you took uh, that relationship uh, with, I don't know, you know, plug in, plug in any character that you want. Um, Booster Gold, right? 
and you like, okay, this is the relationship, this is this is the story, this is what's gonna happen, blah blah blah. And in the end, when the dust settles, this is what's gonna mean. And then I say, Charlie, that was dynamic. We love it. But we are gonna go ahead and replace Booster Gold with fucking Black Vulcan. Like whatever. Fill in whoever you want to fill in. Um and then I say, as the viewer, well, you know what? Don't bother because that was not the source material that I loved. However, and this is a big, big hall pass. If they say, hey, that thing that you love that Charlie Rivera wrote, we are adapting it. We are swapping out this person for that person. But don't worry because Charlie himself is involved. That's when I would need the original conceiver to kind of have the baton and start smacking heads. Because if I say to you as the owner of the property, okay, we need to switch this for that, do it. You were the scientist. You originally came up with the recipe. But guess what? I have a fucking uh, allergy to shrimp. And you made a shrimp scatchatory. Make it different for me because I'm the ultimate end user. Then I would say, okay, it's Charlie change the recipe himself as the original chef doing his thing in the kitchen then i then i couldn't possibly take umbrage with it but unless that exact set of circumstances is the case i'm not interested i don't want to i don't want it i don't want you know it what? send and, it and back I, to the kitchen and that's a proper Ellis Ooh. is right. I will also take oh. ambush bug as Ellis, a no don't be too <laughs> proud of Ellis he just called you out so if a creator's involved, it's okay for changes, like Han shooting first. Well, here's here's the thing. You can't oh, the back adapt... of the century. No, it's not a backpedal at all, because a movie adaptation of a movie... Is already done? Is, and you're doing it outside of, uh, of, of what you've already told your audience okay. was okay. the truth. Lawyered. Well done. I'm <laughs> proud of you. Foggy, bill him. This one ain't a freebie. Last thing I want to say before moving on and paying our bills. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, if you like comics. I do like comics. Daredevil, the Red Fist Saga. We're on issue five. Oh, It'll that, be the I best was just going to ask you what the hell the run was called. Uh, yeah, the Red Fist Saga. They started at number one again because fucking Marvel loves money. Number Could one's not on more. Could not be fucking easier to jump on board, get it digital, get it physical. In February, the volumized version drops. Get that bitch pre-ordered at your comic book shop. But honestly, this story is so good. I think you want it in uh, you want it in singles if you're a comic collector. Uh, if not, damn, get... Ellis came after me. Charlie coming after me. Jeez Louise. If uh, if not though, make that shit happen. Make that shit. That needs to be in your life. It is so dynamically a unique uh, Daredevil story. I think it, however, despite being so weird and so different, Chip fucking knows Matt. Chip knows, He knows bro. Daredevil. Knows. This is such a great That should be his take. A custom license plate. Chip knows. He really fucking should. Uh, it's wonderful. It is It is absolutely one of the best things ever. One of the other best things ever is when we are able to do this show and we don't fucking find ourselves crushed under the weight of all these bills. 
the the sad thing is though, I'm, because I'm, I'm a comic book fan, I'm still being crushed, Charlie. What are you talking about? Because I'm a comic book fan, I have fucking morals, and like the king of the fist himself. I'm not going to sell out to some fucking bullshit bed company that's going to throw me a couple... Oh, and I'm not going to try to sell you a plot of land and then it turns out they were fucking kidding. I saw your commercial, Scotland, plot of land, now you're a sir or lad. It turned out that was all bullshit. They were like, it's a parody gift. Motherfucker, you said I had a foot of land. Yeah. Give me my money back. Not like my legitimate acre of the moon. I fucking bought everyone on my Christmas list. That shit. I'm disputing all those charges. No, you don't have to worry about this, the, the arguing with charges about. Our good sponsors, <laughs> one of which is one of our absolute favorite bands, Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to see a music video of them at the end. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my favorite part is their entire discography is available on every single music streaming service. So if you listen to this podcast, you can queue up Bad Mary right after. And you should do both of those things. Damn straight. You should also ask yourself, where we dropping with Sergeant Finesse is the answer. You can find him in gaming exclusively nowadays on Facebook, though he did make a special guest appearance today on Trovo. Go figure. He's an enigma. Uh, multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Um, when Sarge is on deck, you salute. Uh, GG's to that. Charlie. Yeah, um, I didn't spill most of my drink all over me just now. <laughs> oh, uh, well, let's also go ahead and throw a shout out. To the sharpest mustache on the podcast today. Guys, don't forget today is the last day of Movember. The reason why I'm rocking this solid Bronson-esque mustache. Uh, so like I said, if you care about anything, about the men's health and, and awareness, uh, you go ahead and check out Movember. I'm not going to do a link because that's not how I roll. Uh, but Charlie did go ahead and throw a challenge out to everybody. We, that so we will if, post. Yeah, if Charlie? you post a proof. If you post the proof, I'm auditioning for Mario because everyone hates Chris Pratt. Uh, if you post proof that Everybody you did, in them. fact, donate to Mustache Movember, I'll send you one of my Ghostbuster Group's patches. Normally go for $10. I'm going to send you one for free. But also, in this very last at-bat, if you get it done uh, in these last couple days before December takes over, I'll also put you in the sweepstakes to win one of our Proton packs. Wow. So you donate anything. Now don't be Can, can I join don't that? Don't be a chump. You can. Nice. Uh, don't be a don't be a chump. Uh the I'm going to I'm going to make it a $5 minimum donation to Movember, but please donate more if you can. You'll get yourself a random patch. May not be this one, but it'll be a cool one. And you'll be entered to win a Proton pack. So I'll be donating on your behalf I hope $15 to Toys for tots very very um, very that's nice. how goddamn cool but you have to post proof on our twitter our instagram or our facebook john that's how i am done shilling nice i'm gonna put charlie, a cough charlie drop in began my mouth this uh he began this segment I look about like a fucking he mess. doesn't show yeah no you're i you're look a like disaster. a hobo yeah it's true but we're, we've grown quite used to it those of us who watch the podcast um, as opposed to just listening. But hey, we love you all. Um, look, 
here we are. We are right in that sweet spot. Um, the mustache zone, one might say, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. We are putting Thanksgiving to bed. Uh, we are staring down the barrel of Christmas. Um, probably no one did that as well as the nightmare before Christmas. And Jack Skellington himself could not have traversed that fucking landscape. Um, it's scary, Charlie. It is scary out there. But now, this year, we have the gift of transition. And she comes with her unblinking eyes, jet black, pigtailed hair. Oof, Charlie, it's too creepy, man. It's too creepy. Wednesday Adams has dropped. They dropped all the episodes like Netflix likes to do. And Charlie, I'm not even going to drag it out. Charlie, I loved the series, man. Oh, I'm I so loved glad. the series. I watched the whole series. Now, anyone who knows me, you know who else had a dope mustache like this? Gomez Adams, uh, of which I of whom I played to some some acclaim. Certainly tried to kill multiple members in the pit when my sword broke halfway through a string and went flying down into the pit. I'm sorry, pit musicians. I'm very, very sorry. One my fault. Um, but yeah, everybody who knows me knows of my affinity specifically for Gomez Adams and the entire Adams clan. Nice. Uh, so when I knew that when this series was coming out, I was cautiously optimistic. Um, purely, if only purely on the performance on the um, ability and the believability of Miss Jenna Ortega, Charlie. This show is a must watch. I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to speak in Charlie language because Charlie is a list making motherfucker, motherfucker. It's true. Wednesday, the series was everything that Sabrina was not. I literally, I was so excited for Sabrina. Yeah, me too. The comic, the comic it was based on was Hot Fire. Coming straight out of I the would, Archie universe. I, I would argue the first episode was dope. And then that show fell off. So I watched the first episode of Wednesday. And I was like, all right. To 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 take a cue off of Ellis. Yeah, I'm he brings up the, the, I'm, I'm the, late, the late great, the phenomenal Raul Julia who in my heart and mind, uh, even though my brother has played the character, is Raul Julia is Gomez sure. to me. When I think of Gomez Adams, it's the same as when I think of Superman. I'll think of Chris uh, Reeve forever. With that being said, I'm a big fan of if you can't emulate, right? If the decision is, oh, my, my poor assistant, uh, you can just... Yeah. I, I hope she's bringing you a towel. Whoa. Dribbling some a bitch. We had a request to show off stuff, so. Um, that was not worth the effort. Um, <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell my assistant that. Um, the, if you can't emulate. She watches the show. Yeah. If you, if you can't emulate it, you have to go different. And sometimes going different is going back to the root. So I actually really like the choice of Gomez Adams being more in line with the new cartoon version, the classic cartoon look. Um, I'm a big fan of them not just trying to pump out 
someone else doing a uh, uh, a Raul Julia impersonation. I think that would have been a bad call. So every aspect of this show, I think so far has made the right decision. And uh, I was so happy well, and so satisfied when episode two was as good as episode one for me. Right. So you're you're two episodes in. Um, three. So, so you're three. Episode, episode three. In. Keeping the train alive, baby. Still good. So so let me say this because we kind of covered a lot of ground there. Um, I too, when you say the Adams family, my immediate thought goes to Gomez Adams. So my thought is, um, due to uh, also the the uh, the Raul Julia uh, performance, Gomez Adams is the is the central uh, cog in the Adams family. As as amazing as Angelica Houston was, and Christina Ricci, and really everybody in those pair of movies, um, uh, you know, Ellis Ellis mentioned uh, um, freaking uh, Tim Curry. What's his face Tim Curry, and uh, I love Tim Curry. This was not a role for him, uh, I think. Um, we've had a lot of good Gomez's though, like even Sean Astin, the original uh, TV iteration, and. Um, we had an animated version with my man Oscar Isaacs, and but to me, I'm like, yep, Adams family at the center, at the core, and this is not self-serving in any way, <laughs> just a little bit maybe, um, but it was you know Gomez Adams is the is the is the beating heart of the show. That's that's changed for me. That and yeah. I've worn the pinstripes and the mustache. Um, it's and it's you wore Wednesday. it so goddamn well. <laughs> I mean, my you second, know, you my ain't second lying. favorite Gomez Adams, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The Charlie, the heart and soul is Wednesday Adams, and it may very well be because she like wants to separate from from the clan, from the creepy kooky summer bitches. I, I I'm not entirely sure. However, I will say this: uh, that initial thought, just to get back to what you were talking about, of um, uh, Luis Guzman, he who's the he portrays Gomez in it, and you're right, fucked it up teeth far, and all. It's far more the original. Charles Adams uh, cartoon depiction. Look, I had no problem with it uh, until he started acting. Um, you can love a show, and oh, you I didn't do. like it. I love this show. I love this show, Charlie. Uh, even though it, for me, at the same time, probably went on one episode too long, and simultaneously ended too quick. To the way that they kind of like wrap things up for me, I was like, mm, you could have taken a little longer with that, but you could have also cut a whole episode out of it, and I would have not at all been the worse for it. Matter of fact, probably would have been better. Um, the Luis Guzman uh, performance, also uh, a homegirl who I was like in love with. They keep on casting her in these like kind of like pseudo. Uh, um, pseudo latin roles even though she is she's not latin i think she's um what is she like dutch or, or something like weird i know she's married to a 112 year old man what's so it about morticia good yeah good for her on that account but um fucking damn she's not name? latin she no no the fuck is that awful accent she has well, you know, the, I mean, actors they'll do that. They'll sometimes speak in way, uh, way accents that are not their own. Um, I didn't particularly Kath, Kathleen. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm just reading. Kathy Z is one of the greatest abbreviations <laughs> of Catherine Zeta Jones. I'm sorry. It just, Yo, what up, Kathy Z? Kathy Z rolls Zeta with the Funk Town Boys. Jones, Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, 
But look, the, the bottom line is this. That didn't matter. Even though I didn't love uh, their particular depictions, I'll put it that way. That's probably a better way uh, uh, to speak about an actor's performance. I didn't love their particular depictions. I didn't have a problem with how they were written. Um, I didn't love those particular performances. Um, but it didn't matter, Charlie, because Wednesday was so freaking good. She was so good. And, and truth be told, um, I, I've, I, you know me, like my policy was like, look, you can't just sit there and say, meh, 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 I didn't like it. You know what then do better. I will have done better because what I would have done for you, um, and anyone who's not caught up on the show, I'm, I'm not, this I love is how you were challenged by imaginary by my, you. Oh yeah. By myself. I'm a finger pointing some, a bitch. Um, Everyone who knows uh, anything at all about the series, if you haven't watched it all yet, I can't blame you. I realize not everybody took their bathroom breaks to kind of catch up. Um, no excuse. Yeah, no, that's valid, Charlie. I, I got no problem putting these people on blast. You, you know me. Dude, if anyone didn't finish the whole series already, they're fucking... Oh, I'm one of them. <laughs> I didn't finish the series yet. Oh, it's true. But everybody knows, like, pretty much everyone from the family is represented. Actually, not... Uh, cousin, it you don't see cousin it. That's a that's a pretty mild spoiler. Um, however, uh, we do indeed get uh, Fester, and Fester debatably was kind of like stole the show um, in the in the movies. I mean, again, for my money, Raul Julie is everything. Uh, yeah. However, debatably, he he stole the show. I mean, like only Doc Brown could do. Um, and and we do get him in a very very small, uh, a small kind of like almost like a not not almost literally a guest starring, uh, situation, um, but we get him in the form of uh, Fred Armiston. Took me a second. Uh, so Fred Armiston shows up as Gomez. Charlie, I would have fought not as Gomez as Fester as Fester rather, but my brain is ahead of my fucking mouth. Because I would have cast Fred Armiston as Gomez. I could see that. He would have been a picture-perfect Gomez, specifically for this adaptation of the material. Uh, he would have been dynamite. You don't, think, you don't think you had to go visually much different? No. Okay. Nope, not Ask at all. Ask and answered. Not at all, because the thing about it is... I would Almost argue that nobody is familiar with the cartoon, with the comic strip at this point. Well, but People the new cartoon was tremendously popular. Yeah, but on the, but a, but a, an animated is an animated. It's like nobody looks how they're supposed to look. You know, freaking uh, um, Catherine Zeet, she didn't look like a like a pencil wearing a wearing a, a black dress either with spider fucking. Uh, spider That's legs. fair for me. I I think I would have been distracted by anyone. Not named Raul Julia or John Rivera. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, that I didn't get the call, and our, our man uh, Raul is in a place of honor uh, right now, back in his native um, uh, his native Puerto Rico. Um, however, one might ask if you bother to listen to my to my uh, rant. Well, okay, if you're going to cast Fred Armiston then as Gomez, because again, they did not have a ton to do, so even in that limited capacity. I would argue, yeah, well, if you're going to give them a small window in which to operate, Fred Armisen's the perfect guy. He can do a lot 
in a little. I mean, literally, his body is a lot with a little. So he would have been a, a far preferable casting to Luis Guzman, who I love in the things that I love him in. Would I you have just love flipped him? him? Would you have tried? Nope. Uh, nope. Who, you know who would you have put? Fester? You know who I would have cast as Fester? And this Charlie might be Rivera. a little bit. Charlie is going to be on standby. You are his. Uh, you are his uh, his stunt double. Um, I would have cast uh, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy oh. Fester. Can you imagine? God how, damn it! That's that would good have casting. been a step up for him. Professionally, and he would have done it. He, he would have done it because that motherfucker loves money. He would have done it in a he's heartbeat. Bold. I think he's already better. there. Uh, he's got something. But regardless, that it would for me. The second that I had the thought. Oh, he's so good at voices. I was angry. Like, the high pitch, like, like, he would have been perfect in the role. He would have been. I think Fred was wasting the role. I think Fluffy Iglesias would have been perfect in the role. But that's all fan casting stuff. Charlie, let me ask you this. Wednesday, as portrayed by by Christina Ricci, which I, I I would argue most people are familiar with the 90s movies. Um Yeah. How did you feel about young Miss Ortega's? Not as young as she portrays. Just putting this out there for anyone who uh, uh, don't say it. Who is wondering? Don't say the joke. Anyone who is wondering, because she's teeny tiny. She's like five foot tall. I'm uncomfortable with this whole convo. She's a tiny, tiny little girl. But that being said, Charlie, how did you feel about her portrayal versus Christina Ricci? Because I know with you, it's always this or that list making. I think there is an elephant in the room with characters like this, right? Because you can't go in and not know there's going to be a hot topic joke. There is no getting away with like, she's this goth girl. Oh, she's different because she's goth. And the first episode, the pilot episode, even has like a joke of like, we get the spooky act. Which I thought was like wonderful to throw in, because literally the plot yeah. revolves around this bitch goes to monster school, yeah. where everyone's kind of a fucking freak, right. and she's still this like dark cloud of glory. Yeah, I was. They had, to, th- they had to customize her uniform because she is that. Oh my god, I love that, that she's vamp. allergic to color. <laughs> that is such a like a. I don't really like Tim Burton. Tim Burton isn't a surefire marquee guy for me. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> so he, he this is his biggest uh, hit in in years at this. Yeah, point. and rightfully really so because I I don't think he's that good. Uh, with that that's, being that's, said, I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna let you fucking barrel. That's, that's just that's crazy I'm, talk. I'm just that being is, mean. That is like a guy who sits there drooling I don't on himself. Feel good. All right. I'm just taking it out on people who have more money. And more talent than me. I mean, but Tim Burton. That list, Charlie. You. That list is touche. Um, although Ellis agrees with me, more misses than hits. Again, it's subjective. It's totally not subjective, subjective to my list that you can find on www.paypal.com forward slash Charlie Rivera. Right. Um, Helena Bonham Carter might disagree with you, but there, that's really I, I, I think, I think she does a transcendent job. With a character that's so... Christina Ricci did such an incredible job with those two flicks. Yeah. That I think Wednesday Adams is such 
it is burnt into the into the it is it is burnt into the fabric of pop culture. That Wednesday Adams sure. dress, that Wednesday Adams character. Charlie, well before I, Harley Quinn, there was an I army use, of Wednesdays. I use the You the, dressed up as Wednesday Adams once? Actually, yeah, that that's a good point. I have depicted both Gomez and Wednesday Adams. That's when the hair was long and luxurious. Um you know what it's it's it, you you make an interesting point. There are there are certain Thank you. There are I I'm surprised too. There are certain uh performances that kind of like cement your idea of the character. Now had they said, "Okay, we're going to we're going to present you with a Wednesday Adams of roughly the, the same age that you remember her as being in the movies, that could have been problematic. But um like I said, in in taking this to the next level of a Sabrina, Sabrina. I mean, the other thing is this was also as well as that I don't want to say typical because like common, I guess is a better way to say it. But like the the schoolhouse uh, the adventures that happen over the year, kind of like collection of characters, uh, younger people, you got the love triangle happening. Like that could be a, maybe a dozen shows that have been on air in the last 10 years. Nothing there kind of is attractive, so to speak to me. It's like this is can't miss television. Even like the dark creepy kooky aspect of it you like, weren't into been... archie and friends or whatever the fuck riverdale i mean look the, you that had shit 20... was so bad you got pl- i wouldn't know because if something doesn't look good to me i'm not going to be... i don't go in for self like uh, you love yourself too much yeah it's yeah. gross someone got to do it um however with there was a risk factor involved like okay i like the source material i hope they don't mess this up and and i was just talking about this with another friend of the show uh, um, uh, freaking Justin, um, Lock and Key hurt me, man. Yeah, Lock and Key was yet another kind of like dark, creepy. Lock and Key to me was the the anti Umbrella Academy. That's Elevate a great one way elevates of material, it. one shits all over material, and and here you have something like coming coming along like Wednesday, which takes the Adams family, which again holds a special place in my heart. Um, but Charlie, I was ready to be hurt again. Luckily, I was treated ever so. Thing just took me up in his little scarred but manicured hand and just held me and caressed me so lovingly. Well, you know he's vain. Charlie, I, I, I really enjoyed the series. And and the funny thing is, the tone was good. I particularly do like uh, Burton, um, but he kept the tone the right way. He didn't make it exclusively a Burton thing. Um, it was a it was an Adams family property. That's he, the way there's it no to me. there's no there's no creepy twisty trees. Uh, he fought against instinct. Wasn't, he didn't cast. Wasn't Sleepy Hollow, right? Yeah, Johnny did, Depp did. did not show up at yep. unless that's Johnny Depp's hand. No, it's not Johnny Depp's hand specifically. Uh, we know that it's not. Um, yeah, like there were certain things. Uh, there were certain things that he shied away from, which had typically been kind of like his well what he did was he put, of stamp he put the material first and oh, what's interesting about that is Charlie he's serving deep on us well he's serving a bunch of different gods he's serving the Netflix God yeah. who wants <coughs> sorry 
who wants this um charlie just infected all of us burn that uh, mic he wanted he wants netflix wants teens to tune in he needs six-pack abs he needs good-looking people i'm mean, doing well. he wanted to serve right here man what do you he, want he wanted the like teen rom-com elements he wanted the spooky to be more more creaky creepy and 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 kooky than anything else and if you look at other recent adaptations it, it, a lot of other people failed where he really really yeah. succeeded well like they, they've all get the same list like you just ran down there's like the, the checkoff list the, the yeah six packs to check up and he Cute. sat there it was crazy fucking edward scissorhands uh hair and he's like okay check 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 but he did not delve away from his kind of like his vision of things now like i said i, I don't want to give the wrong impression because i can be very hard on properties Ew, man. It was not perfect. It was not perfect. Again, on the same hand that it that it was over too quick, it also was an episode too long for me. There were certain performances that I did not particularly love. Ellis had this show been cast exclusively in pink, if Wednesday had been eight feet tall and smiled from ear to ear the whole time, like the girl from Smile, um, if it was centered in a... a uh, Christian Academy, uh, it, it could not have been more wrong than Rob Zombie's Monsters was. What an Rob Zombie's Monsters I'm taking to court because it hurt me in my most private of, of private places. What a disaster that was. It is I didn't very... even want to mention it. I didn't even want to mention well, it. Well, it's, it's uh, punching in the down. Context of this. It's punching down. Oh, Wednesday oh is God. so much better. Oh. That like to compare that's oh. comparing that's comparing hot garbage with like a delicious soup. It's like why are we comparing these two things? Oh my goodness. Like there's a reason why I was in the alley. Yuck. Yuck to that I'll say. But 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 as I was saying before, it's not perfect. It's just fun. It's fun. And the great thing is you're sitting there having fun and enjoying those moments. Meanwhile, the cast, they're playing it straight. That's what I particularly loved about this, which most of these adaptations get completely, completely wrong because they always take it up. They take a moment, like a, a selfish moment, to look at the camera and kind of give a wink to say, hey, we're in on the joke too. Nah, dum dum. Don't, don't ever. Be on, don't be don't, in the joke. Don't, don't look at the camera and wink. You play it straight. You're going to get your best reactions that way. Charlie, what's the best Christmas Carol out there? A Muppet Christmas Carol. A Muppet Christmas Carol is the singular I will fight you to death. It's not even fucking Anyone close. who wants to argue with me about it, Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas Carol there is. Michael Caine puts one of his best finest performances out there charlie why is it one of his best finest performances he told them because on day one he I'm refused this shit shakespearean he refused to wink at the camera he said i am playing this straight i realize there's going to be multiple performers on their knees with their with their hands jumped up a, a puppet's ass but i am going to be playing it straight and we got an outstanding product because of it. Well, Sans, it elevated the puppet everything else. 
a cavity search. That's exactly what Wednesday series does for us. They play it straight, and it's a it's a hit. It is a hit. I have yet to see anybody who says it did not like it. It's it's fucking tremendous, <laughs> Ellis. Um, you contrarian son of a bitch. I love you. Thank goodness that we are officially in the Christmas series uh, season because as my first gift of the season, I'm going to let that one go. I'm going to let it go without retribution, much the way Wednesday Adams would have doled out even Gomez Adams. Ooh, the stunt double is here. Charlie, uh, watch the rest of it as soon as possible because I'm oh, very I can't interesting wait. on your take. Again, I can't really be awake. It. More than forty-five minutes without all you a really coffee fit or an episode Fair. at a time. You, you're you're in good shape, but um, look at anybody out there. If you have not caught it, go ahead and uh, watch the whole damn thing because Willow dropped today, so you're gonna have more homework assignments headed your way. Um, look, if you if you <coughs> if you like the source material, I think you're very much going to like this adaptation and the central uh, kind of st- starring light shown on Wednesday's black-hearted head. Um, but that being it. said, Charlie Charlie is on the men, so we don't want to take it too deep. Yes, but just do real us quick. All a favor. Do us all that favor. Do it. Do another favor. Now, uh, talking to you. Oh, fair enough. Help uh, people in need uh, get some goddamn money. So if you donate to Movember, some of the stuff you might get. Check out this Hulk Hogan patch designed by the one and only Ellis, because Hulk still Yeah, rules. Ellis. Good job, buddy. <clears throat> You like Terminator? Well, I like you. You can get this brand new Terminator patch. This is a sticker version of it, but you'll get a patch version. Also, will be shiny. Look at that. Boobs on a ghost. You want that in your life? Muncher, the new mascot. You love that. Hit me with a too sweet one time. Oh, look, it's a Long Island. Oh, look, it's Long Island again. But, John, now that I've shilled all my wares, trying to give away free crap, what am I doing? Uh, John, there's only one way that we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Word, word, word. The very it's a it's a few steps, but they're very very simple. Because first, you got to turn the power on, then you got to turn that volume up, then you got to tune Bad Marion, open up the window wide, and scream out into the night sky. See, my space girl, we out.